Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. And I am not alone. I'm here, too. <laughs> no, that <laughs> sounds bad. <laughs> For a second there, you were like, some exciting new guest? Just nope, me. it's just us. It's just me. Don't get excited. So Monday... We did a very fun and whimsical episode asking each other random questions that we might not have known about each other, and I hope you played along, but um, we had a few more. We, uh, we came up with a few more, and we couldn't resist doing a little bonus. Yes. So, so here it is. Okay. So Katie, what is one aspect of your personality that you would change if you could? <laughs> I'll tell you what I'd change about you. No, just <laughs> Yeah, please do. I'd rather hear that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm kidding. Um, one aspect of my personality I think I would change is that I tend, and I have been working on this, but I tend to be a bit indecisive when it comes to my personal life. Mm. In my professional life, I tend to be very decisive, especially if I'm hired by somebody else. The radio producer and me can be like, make a snap judgment decision fast but in my personal life i will mull over and particularly i think when it comes to dating and romance relationships historically but i will mull over what to do in personal situations for probably what most people would find agonizingly long (laughs) oh you know what that makes me think of katie yeah what an old friend of ours mm-hmm. named Dan Humphreys, uh-huh. who uh, asked you out back in middle school. Mm-hmm. And how many days did it take back take you to get back to him? Because he <laughs> asks, what you ask in middle school is you ask, "Will you go out with me?" Or will you go with me? Which does not mean you will you actually go on a date with me. It just means will you be my girlfriend. In name only, generally. Yeah, in front of other and, people. And yeah, In front of other people, but, you know, there may or may not be kissing involved, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably the, the maximum. So you don't remember how long you made Dan Humphreys wait no, for this I answer? No, I don't remember at all. It was something like 25 days, Katie. <laughs> it was days and days and days and days and days, and then you finally said no. Yeah, I made the right decision. I did make the right decision. You did, but you took too long to make it. That's true. And then he ended up with a massive crush on you for ages. Yeah. So. Well, that's for uh, yeah for years. I that's how I found out about this because I told you opening night of Snow White <laughs> that he'd asked me out and uh, no Puss, Puss in Boots. It was Puss in Boots, not Snow White. And uh, and you laughed and you told me that story. Oh, that's so funny. I hope you're not listening, Dan. But if you are, yeah, he's not listening. Sorry, he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So yeah, so that's one thing I would say. I, I wouldn't say it's like necessarily a terrible trait. But, you know, when you think back over past relationships, which I have been because in part the the memoir that, that I'm writing looks back on a lot of old relationships that I was in. And I'm sorting through my memory of all these high school boyfriends and like early, early boyfriends and the ones that were so easy to decide about and then the ones that were so agonizingly long where when you think back to it now you think gosh I should have left that person I should have known that that wasn't going anywhere at least a year 
or more prior. Yeah, I feel that about that way about most of my relationships, actually. I let them drag on when I knew that it was time to go. Yeah, or when you're like generally not compatible, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's part of growing up, though, too. You don't really realize, you don't really know. Yeah. You don't know yourself well enough. I was just writing about one of these stories. And this one, actually, I wrote about kind of as a joke in the in the piece. Can I just tell this story really quickly? I won't tell the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was this guy, and stop me if I've already told you this story on the show. <laughs> there was this guy I thought was very cute. Oh, I think I was a sophomore in high school. And I thought he was very cute. He was a freshman in high school. So fresh meat to the table. <laughs> <laughs> just got there. And I thought, oh, yeah, he's really cute. I, I would like to get to know him better. And it was interesting because we were like mildly interested in each other. I don't think either one of us was head over heels, but mildly interested enough that we thought to get on the phone and get to know each other a little bit better. And so we're just on the phone talking pleasantries back and forth, asking conversation starter type questions. Mm-hmm. And and he said, so you say that you grew up in Minnesota. Let me guess what state that's in. And I said, <laughs> okay (laughs) and then he goes oh and then the line is just dead silent for what felt like two thousand years (laughs) (laughs) and all the while in my head i'm trying i'm trying to think he's he's good looking guy he's he's a good no not instead of thinking what an idiot um so he finally comes back on and of course kids you couldn't google it back then no he finally comes back on and he says huh i just I just can't think of it. And I said, well, it is a state. And he said, oh, that's, that's probably why I couldn't think of it then. Oh, my God. And at the time, I should have thought, I don't want to date this guy. He, we're definitely not compatible. <laughs> you know? I mean, not that I'm like the brightest match in the box, but seriously. But nope, we tried to make that work for at least a month or two after that. We went on multiple dates. I mean, I'm really glad I did, actually, because the way we broke up was my favorite breakup of all time. Oh. But that's another story for another time. Oh, come on. <laughs> he wasn't the guy. No, he wasn't the guy who, like, came into your high school and started singing to you, right? No, no, no that was that a different was one. <laughs> okay. No, okay, I'll tell it really briefly, because this, this would be, like, thrown out if it was a rom-com plot, because it would be too convenient. Uh. I love it. So I'm sitting with a friend at a diner, Denny's, to be specific. Oh, I remember Denny's. Yeah, drinking soda and having a snack. And in the booth over from us are these girls that we don't recognize, but that are our same age. Uh, so obviously they're from off. They're from a different suburb, but not our suburb, because our suburb was small enough that you knew everyone your own age, pretty much. And they're talking with each other, and one of them leans across the booth to me and says, Hey do you know this guy's name? I don't know if I should t- say his real name, but do you know this guy? Citing the name of the guy I was currently dating. So you weren't with him at the time? No, I wasn't with him. I was with a different friend. Okay. Gotcha. So she's like, oh, do you know this guy? And I said, uh, yeah. <laughs> and she said, oh, my friend's his girlfriend, pointing to her other friend in the booth. I said, oh, really? And I said, you don't say. How wonderful for you. And she said, yeah, I'm so excited. He's such a wonderful person. And I said, well, why don't you come on over to our booth and just tell us all about it? And so they came over to our booth. I even bought her a soda at Tiffany. 
just so that she would owe me money so that she could pay through him pay me back <sighs> so i invite her over tell me everything just tell me how it all went down so you were dating this guy at the time i was dating him yeah but she wasn't saying this because she knew you were dating him and she was trying no, to no that's what's it so was random a totally random it. totally random girl yeah so and she asked you because she figured you're in the suburb. You must go to school with a guy. Yeah, you must know him. And she's so excited him. about it. But, okay. you know, you got to tell somebody. Right. I mean, okay. you're 14, 15 years old. You know, it's so exciting. So you're like, oh, gosh, maybe we can talk to those girls about what he's like, you know. Uh-huh. And so I invite him over and I just had her lay out the entire story from beginning to end. My God, this is brilliant. I love this. What they said, who said what, when, who kissed, when, who, who, when, uh, you know, all the details. And then she's like, oh, I don't have the money to pay you back. And I said, oh, just give it to Mike. He can pay me back. Oh, his name was Mike then. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Oh, well, it's fine. He'll pay me back. It's fine. And so then I went over to his house. I wasn't terribly furious because I already kind of knew I didn't want to date this guy anymore. You know, I was just thought this is going to be so much fun <laughs> so <laughs> so i went over to his house and i knew he was up skiing for the day so he wasn't there but his grandmother let me in and i left him a note on his bed that just said hey there you know i hope you had a really nice day by the way i loaned this girl i'll tell her name because i don't know her from adam i loaned marissa such and such amount of money for a snack at denny's she's gonna pay you back give you the money to pay me back and then I said, nice choice. <gasps> like that. And then he called me that night and he said, so we probably need to talk. And I said, sure. So we went out for a walk. And then we went, I went through the whole thing again, Tiffany. It was so brilliant where I'd say, well, just tell me all the details of everything that happened. And I, anytime he omitted anything, I would just say, no, no, no. Hold on a second. I thought that she said <gasps> this. And then you said this. And then it's when you kissed. Isn't that when you kissed? He looked at me with this alarmed look and just said, how do you know all this? You were psychologically uh, messing with him. A little bit. I was having a good time. Well done for a 15-year-old. I'm impressed. Yeah, it sounds so grim, but it was such a lighthearted... It was so lighthearted that I remember actually going to um, an event where he and Marissa were there together. And she was so excited to see me. She's like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> how's it going? Do you want to come hang out? And I was like, yeah, definitely. And she never knew. Like, she never knew. I never told her that about her big, giant mistake. Uh, just because it was so delightful. I mean, it was just so. And they were a much better couple, to be honest. <laughs> so she never knew. Wow. You're right. That would probably be rejected if it was a movie plot. As being too obvious. Yeah, I know. It's just like, let me get this straight. The girl just offers this information. Well, I think a big part of the, uh, I think a big part of that is that she was 14, you know? Yeah, for sure. It wouldn't have happened between two grown women. One of them would have been like, why do you want to know all this? (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) at 14, you you might not, might not think about that. Okay. So my question to you is, what is a talent that you wish you had? Oh, that's easy. Because. Is it? (laughs) Because I, I gave you the question, so it's easy. No, oh. I'm just kidding. Cut that. Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, I know exactly the talent that I wish I had. Um, and that is, I wish that I could draw, but not just draw, like any drawing, like illustration drawing. When I look at certain 
children's books, picture books that my son has, not all of them, but specific ones by specific artists. I just love how it looks so much and it looks so fun to be able to draw like that. So I I think that has to be, I wish I could draw. I really have no skills drawing. During quarantine, uh, Aurelio and I would do these little lessons, online lessons with this old high school friend of mine named Sarah McIntyre. You can look her up. She's on YouTube. She's a wonderful illustrator and author. She writes children's books as well as early reader books, chapter books. And it's not because I know her. She really is one of my top five, I would say, illustrators that I've seen. I just love her drawings so much. They're so imaginative. I mean, beyond just the the physical skill of being able to draw something like you want it to look, but the imagination that goes into it. And it just looks so delightful to be able to picture something in your head and then create it on paper is just something I so wish I could do. Mm -hmm. And I, I just can't even begin to. I love that too. I wish I had that too. I, you know, you could train yourself slightly to draw like her, I guess is what you're doing, right? So. Well, I kind of did that. And I one, in one particular thing, I did kind of succeed. I drew a little pigeon Aww. with a waistcoat on uh, from one of her books. And I kept that one because all the other ones were terrible. So I threw them away. But that one I kept and I colored it in and I keep it in my journal to remind myself that, you know, you can work at things and develop skills and get better. Yeah. But the creative aspect of it, I mean, I am creative in other realms, but not in the visual realm, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly good mimic of drawing. I could look at something and pretty much draw it. That's nice. I mean, not quickly, but, you know, <laughs> over time. But I'm, I agree with you. It would be great to just, out of your imagination, be able to mm-hmm. come up with some of the things that these people do. It's incredible. Well, we should leave it there. This was a... F- Fun little mini bonus. Yeah, it was. I, I do, I do want to kind of add one quick little thing, if we have time. Sure, sure, sure. I know it's kind of long, because we went on that tangent about yeah. your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Sorry about that. But no, it's fine. It was funny. No, I was thinking about what, you know, we asked each other, both asked each other on Monday about, you know, if you could meet a dead person, mm. who would it be? Or a fictional character. Because I'm reading this book called The Alter Ego Effect right now by Todd Herman. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. It's nonfiction. It's it's. I don't want to say self help, but it's you know it's one of those like personal like self actualization books where like it's supposed to help you in your career or in whatever aspect of your life you feel like need needs help. And I love it though because it's so unique because he talks about having an alter ego like a Superman, Clark Kent type thing, having a a person. It could be a fictional character. It could be a real person it could be an animal it could be something from your own imagination superhero whatever that you use to try to overcome situations in which you don't feel personally maybe that you are up for and so i'm sitting here thinking like who can i channel who can be my alter ego who would it be and i started thinking about different writers and i thought about the writer colette Mm. i don't know if you've read anything by colette no but I mean, she's not my number one favorite writer, not even close, but I loved her when I was a kid, when I was like a teenager. And when we talked to Suzanne a couple of years ago in the episode, I think one of the episodes, maybe the one called Suzanne or anyways, those episodes when I was in Seattle. Suzanne, an old friend of ours. Yeah. Yes. She mentioned, which is something that she had never told me, that my writing reminded her of the writing of Colette, oh. who I was 
No, I wouldn't say obsessed with, but I was very into as a kid. And this name popped into my head just as I was reading this book the other day. And I thought not only about what Suzanne had said, but also about like the trappings of Colette, you know, living in Paris around the turn of the century and being considered for a period one of the you know greatest writers in France and having this relationship with this far younger man. And I mean, all of this kind of romantic life that she led. I looked her up on Wikipedia. I was like, let me see it. She died, Katie, on my birthday. Wow. Not the same year, obviously. But you were talking about how John Keats died on your birthday, not the same year. Yeah. But, you know, you felt there was some kind of resonance with that, mm-hmm. even though it didn't happen the same day, uh, the same year. Yeah. But so I thought, mm, maybe Colette has to be my, uh, my alter ego. I don't know. Yeah, I love that. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that in. And it's a good book um, if you're looking for something to help you, you know, help you bring your game up. It's particularly good, I think, for athletes and performers, but I think anybody could, uh, could benefit from it. That's great. I love that. It reminds me of a writing exercise I was just doing because I've been trying to do a little, because, you know, it's hard to change things about your life during a pandemic, but I've been trying to do some thinking about how I might want things to change once the pandemic's over. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a little writing exercises around that. I have a long way to go, but one of the things that I was told to do my sister suggested doing was writing just about three people I I admire and why and it's three people that I have in my life people I actually know but what is it specifically about them not not that there aren't things about them that I don't like maybe but who would the three people be and that was a really interesting exercise too because it actually I think highlights things that you like and respect and also kind of things that I noticed like echoes of stuff that was also about me and what I was seeing in them. Mm. So it was just sort of personally enlightening. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll leave it there. And (laughs) until next time, this has been your bittersweet moment bonus episode with the two of us. (laughs) Join us again. Join us again. (laughs) Join us again. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review. And please tell all your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife@mail.com, Or you can just find us at the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net. Or on all the social medias, just search for The Bittersweet Life. Bittersweet Life.